Welcome to the Military Child Education Coalition podcast, the show that highlights a wide range of challenges and triumphs that our military-connected kids experience. My name is Dickie Harrison, and I'll be your host today. We would like to say thank you for the support of the Canon Spouses Association for this episode. And I have a special guest. I'll let her introduce herself. Hello, my name is Amanda, and I am the Community Relations Manager with the Charleston River Dogs. I am a military-connected child, and my dad was in the Army for the past, or he was in the Army for 30 years, and then my fiancé was also in the Army for about four years. Being the Community Relations Manager with a single-A minor league baseball team, we have a really close connection to our community, and part of that being the military community. And I think that's one of the really awesome things that I get to do is be able to connect my baseball team with a military-connected community. I love that you're a adult military-connected child. And I also love that you have a fiancé because I know that didn't come up before. So I just want to yeah. say congratulations to that part of your life and adventure you're going to start on. So recently you were part of a Tell Me a Story event in the Charleston area, which is really exciting. We love our Tell Me a Story events, especially when we can have community partnerships and collaborations. But could you tell our listeners a little bit about why you were so excited to participate in this event and maybe what surprise discovery did you make when you were there? Yeah. So I think the Tell Me Story event happened in around September, October timeframe, I believe. Um, we were, I say we, as in my mascot and I, his name is Charlie, were invited to this awesome Tell Me a Story event. And as soon as that email came in, my first answer was automatically yes, no matter what we had on our schedule that day, I'd move things around and make it work. So Charlie and I went to the Tell Me a Story event. I read, we hung out with some kiddos, we autographed some books, take some pictures, Gave away tickets to the baseball game, of course. And then afterwards, as we were finished chatting and taking pictures with all the awesome kids that were there, I was chatting with some of the um, ladies that were working that worked with MSEC that were there. And uh, we made a really awesome discovery that while I was stationed, or my dad and my family were stationed at um, in Oklahoma, so the other ladies, is her and her family are currently stationed there. And we started talking about it. I started talking about what high school their kids go to. And, and then all of a sudden, we realized that I was part of S2S, which is an MSEG program. And that one of the ladies there also potentially either trained me or we were involved in some sort of way without even like realizing it at the time come to when we were just chatting. And it was just a crazy, crazy discovery that our paths can still cross even after all of these years. I think that is amazing, especially at an event. Uh, like our tell me a story and I and I just love that that connection was made especially with that s2s and so we talked about that you are now an adult military connected child and we don't often get the opportunity to talk to our military connected children when they've become adults but could you tell us a little bit about what your experience was like being a military connected child and maybe any challenges that you had or also the triumphs. What were the really awesome parts about being a military-connected child? Yeah, I think I am one of the lucky ones. I loved my childhood and I wouldn't trade it for quite literally anything. I'm able to have said that I've lived 
cross country, both sides of the country, overseas. I've lived in all these other places and got to experience all these different cultures and everything else that I am so lucky to be able to travel to all of these places. And while some others that may be a downfall, but for me, I can't help but look on the positive side. Um, I think that astutes to my family in a sense, but I, I still am so thankful for my childhood because I wouldn't be the person that I am today if it wasn't for constantly moving and having to readapt to the situation or to the new um, city or state or place that we're in, the new school that we're in. So I wouldn't have become this bubbly personality if it wasn't for quite literally the military forcing me to have to do these kinds of things. I do think, though, that one of the hardest things or one of my challenges, at least, was when I started college, my family was away in Germany. And I think that was probably one of the hardest things starting school in a new state or not even a new state, but my family being so far away and not being able to um, drive home for the weekend while all of my roommates could have. I think that was by far the hardest thing I've ever had to deal with. But here I am five years out of college and doing just fine. So I think it's that speaks to it too. I love your enthusiasm and how excited you are about your childhood and also how honest you are about your challenges that you had, especially that being really far away from family and it not being as quick of a flight or a drive for you to get to your parents. Earlier, you mentioned that you were part of the S2S program. That was that amazing discovery that you made at the Tell Me a Story event. And we're getting ready to go into that back to school season where so many of our students are going to be new kids at their school. Why was S2S so important to you as a new student? And what benefits did it have? I moved back to Oklahoma um, my sophomore year of high school, I was previously in the same, growing up with the same kids from kindergarten through sixth grade. And then we moved to Virginia. And then luckily we moved back to Oklahoma so I could finish out the rest of my high school career, I guess you could say, with those same kids. My mother fought and fought and fought for me to be able to go to what we call the East Side schools so I could go back and be with all of my friends that I was with kindergarten through sixth grade. And I still maintained most of those friendships while I was away, or not away, but while we were in Virginia. And it was sophomore year. It was my English class. It was my homeroom. My teacher was brand new. Her family also just got stationed in Oklahoma around the same time. So it was all a new class, all a new grade. Um, I knew some of the people that were in there from when I was there prior. So it was kind of fun seeing everybody again. But maybe we were a week or so into school already. And my teacher found this program and said, Amanda, I think you'd be great for it. Here's what it is. Read about it. Let me know. So I read about it. We talked and I was like, yes, this is perfect. I would love to. Let me know what I can do. Um, I think it is the, one of the best things ever. I found my best friend through this S2S program. Um, I still talk to some of those kids from the S2S program that I met with. Um, I think it is by far one of the greatest things to make a child or any student feel comfortable in a brand new school that luckily, like, unlike I, um, don't know anybody in these new schools. I think it's such a great way and a beneficial tool to have these kids be able to feel comfortable around somebody on their first day. I think you're so right. And I think whereas you had that opportunity for your mom to kind of fight for you to be able to stay connected with some of your previous yeah. friends and, and kids that you knew, 
there's a lot of our students that don't have that. And I know we always talk about kind of that first two weeks as being those critical weeks for new students and having an S2S could be really amazing, right? To just have a friend to sit lunch at lunch with. That's what I always think about is um, that lunchtime. Oh yeah, I can't I can begin to tell you the amount of times that my so back in high school, my friends and I we took over this corner of the lunch tables and the cafeteria, and I can't even remember how many kids we'd invite just to come sit with us in our little corner for for whatever day it would be, whether it was some new military kid coming in or some new friend that someone else just met or whatever. They would just come and sit with us at lunch. Yeah, it made the difference to these kids for sure. Since you were still involved in S2S and you had such a positive experience being part of this program, is there something that you still remember to this day from your time during S2S or some impact that it's made on who you've become as an adult? I have no doubt that there isn't some kind of impact that S2S had on me growing up for sure. I will say that that was 10 plus years ago, so I'm sure that there is. Some sort of, I can't remember the exact phrasing or whatever, um, but I will say there is definitely, um, there's no doubt that there's some sort of characteristics that I still hold to this day. Um, I will say, though, that I am on the quote-unquote welcoming committee at my job now, so I will show the new hire around the ballpark, give them a tour, take them out to lunch the next first, like, two days that they're here, bring them welcome donuts, all of that sort of thing, so I do you kind of have that aspect of S2S with me? Um, I'm sure there's something in there about leadership and service and all of that. Um, I try to be a leader in my community, and I think my job does a really good job of letting me do that in my really awesome community here in Charleston and with the River Dogs. So I'm really lucky to be able to do that um, here. Well, I definitely think you remembered more than you thought because leadership is huge. It's a part of our S2S program. And I love that you still are welcoming people. So it used to be students and now it's just new employees and staff. And so um, I I just really love that about the fact that that was kind of really important to the S2S program. And of course, it sounds like it's so important to you as well. So now that you're an adult, are you still friends with any of your S2S classmates? Do you still have connections or relationships with any of those students? Absolutely, 100% yes. So as I kind of mentioned earlier, my best friend and I um, also met in that 10th grade English class because her dad was often with the military. Um, We still to this day communicate just about every day, if not uh, more often, multiple times a day. Funny story, actually. So her dad and my dad were both stationed in Germany at the same time different um, uh, bases in Germany, but still in Germany. So whenever I was there over Christmases, summer breaks, whatever, we would drive to each other to go and see each other for the weekend. I will say that maybe it not be, I don't talk to these kids every single day, but I definitely have a few of them on social media still that we still keep up that way. So there's definitely that aspect to it. And while I may not talk to them every day, I'm definitely still rooting and cheering them on from the sidelines for sure. I really enjoy the fact that you said you still have a friend, like your best friend. You met your best friend through S2S. And also how amazing to be able to be in another country and still be able to connect and have your parents know that that was really important to you both and being able to kind of make it happen. So I 
I just think that's amazing. I think it's a testament to your friendship as well as your parents, both both of your parents' ability to kind of see the significance behind that. So I really love that. It's obvious that you still have a strong connection to the military community. I mean, you have had such a, a positive experience, it, it sounds like, as a military-connected child. And I love that for you. But we'd love to know who your heroes were growing up. I know you've talked a little bit about your parents, but do you have any other heroes that you had growing up as a military child? Yeah, I think I'd be remiss not to mention my parents again. I can't talk so proudly and passionately and positively about my childhood without mentioning the impact that my parents had on me. They truly made this experience what it was, whether that be us moving in another three years or finding out that my dad has to deploy for quite a while and have to miss this birthday and this Christmas and this and this and this. I think that my friends, and best friend are definitely heroes and people that I looked up to as well, uh, just because they were kind of going through the same experience that I was and something that I can relate to um, and talk to them through and get good advice about. Um, I think I'd be remiss not to mention any sort of family as well, not just parents, sisters, cousins as well, as they could also kind of distract from that conversation um, and distract from being a military child and distract from normal day-to-day pressures and just kind of truly relax. Um, I think that those people are truly the heroes in my life, people that I look up to on a daily basis. That is a lot of heroes. I love, and I love it. I love it. And I also think that social media helps because I know you mentioned some extended family members, you mentioned cousins and, and other family members. And with our military-connected families being highly mobile, I think it's nice to know that we now have all this access to technology that allows us to stay connected to those friends and families. Uh, your parents sound absolutely amazing, so I'm just going to add that in there. And I can only hope as someone who is a parent to military-connected children that that my boys grow up and are so well adjusted like you are. So I really love that. So I really do. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, my parents are great. Shout out to them. <laughs> so finally, what piece of advice do you have for other military connected children? Is there is there something that you, you know, that something that's kind of stuck with you? What's that one piece of advice that you have for military connected children? I think there's a lot of ways that this question could be answered and a lot of different facets to it. But I think the main thing for me, at least, is this. So I have two main tips. My first one would be to just say hello to whether that be the person next to you or an old friend that you can kind of join their fed group. Just saying hello to the person next to you. It can really um, start a conversation. Not Well, not only start a conversation, but also kind of getting to know this person and becoming a friendly face on a day-to-day basis, whether that be just walking through the halls or sitting next to someone in class. I think saying hello is a really big starter for that way in making new friends. And then my next piece of advice would be to join a club. I know that once again, my mother forced me to join Key Club, which was um, like the service organization at my high school to serve my community. Uh, so I think that is a very important aspect to joining clubs 
and sports. I'm not really sport sporty, but I think that those other activities are really, really awesome because you get to meet like-minded people who have an interest in something as you do. And I think getting to talk about not only that and that and not only about the sport or activity that you're in um, is really helpful to kind of distract from that military life that you have going on. But to be able to talk to somebody about something else is really awesome. And then I think that just saying hello um, to greeting somebody or to that someone walking in the hallway can really go the distance. I love your piece of advice on just saying hello. I think that's fantastic advice and just kind of for some of our new students, bustering up the confidence to just go up and introduce themselves and and really talk with other students. And I think all of your advice is really important right now during this back to school season where you have students that are new and needing to meet friends. And uh, I also like the piece about, you know, finding whatever that interest is and kind of plugging into it, whether it's a club or extracurricular activity. I think that's really important as well. So I'd just like to say thank you so much for joining me today. I really loved chatting with you and it's been amazing to, again, talk with a now adult military connected child. So I've really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'd like to thank Amanda for her time today, as I've so enjoyed our conversation. And we hope that all of our Military Connected students have a great back-to-school season. Thanks for listening to the MSEC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. If you've enjoyed this episode, please like, share, subscribe, and give today's show a five-star rating. And don't forget to leave us a comment on topics you'd like to hear more about. We'd like to give a special thanks again to Canon Spouses Association for supporting this episode and Consentus Media for audio mixing. I'm Nikki Harrison. Until next time, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. Be kind.